four, three, whatever I got my first like smartwatch, mm -hmm. whatever idiot set it up at the, the 138 by the movies, yeah. forgot to put it on my phone. Oh, okay. Well, so this whole time I just been <laughs> my phone will not notice. Yeah. And then I go to add this line, and then like, so which line do you want to add? So I was like, what you mean, which line? <laughs> like, what you mean, what number? Like, yeah, my number. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, we're back. It's raining. Yeah, man. Welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the show about nothing really show in the world, man. It's great to be back. Uh, we have a probably a little sports heavy mm -hmm. show next week because uh, this week, I mean, because next week it's all. It will be all music review break. Oh, my fault. I didn't start the camera, y'all. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, and next week will be all music breakdown. We'll have uh, two guests in here. So end of the year wrap-up show, as we always do. Year wrap-up. Wrap That's the uh, fourth one now, so far. Yeah, fourth one. So uh, let's get shout straight out, into shout it. Shout out Grace from the Six. Shout out Tyrone. Of course. Shout out to both of them. Uh, and go uh, watch Grace's YouTube channel, Grace from the Six. Shout out to uh, Open Book, too. Yeah, shout out to Open Book Podcast. Shout out to Shagun Mari, everybody. We love them. Nah, shout out to Shagun uh, for sure. <laughs> shout out to Shagun. Uh, but straight into it, man. Happened last night. Caleb Williams is your 22 Heisman winner. Yeah. Congratulations. I was pretty sure he was going to win it. Didn't see anybody else win it. Stetson Bennett got the Your Team is Good nomination. Um, He's too old to win Heisman. Bro, 25 years old. You can't win no Heisman, bro. Go win the MVP. You can't win rookie of the year. Bro, come on, bro. Him and Lamar are the same age. Crazy. <laughs> but seriously, do shout out to Stetson because he really like Listen, worked his ass Stetson, to get where he is. Stetson bro. and uh, shout out to Baco. North Carolina, the basketball mm -hmm, player, mm -hmm. he is, those kids, they get what we be saying on here. Yeah. You're not going to get to the league, go crazy, hang out at the college, you Hang know? out, bro. Just, get that nil money. That's going to be good. He's going to be able to be a little quarterback coach yeah, in UGA, get a little right. six-figure fast for us. He's cool then. Open a little Ford dealership. What? What? He might win two national championships, bro. Like, at Georgia, bro. He ain't never got to pay for nothing after this. And I was just scrolling on Twitter, and it was like, Baco pass, you know, some basketball legend for most double-doubles. I was like, I'm glad you stayed. So, Caleb Williams winning the Heisman, yep. uh, first USC player to win it since Reggie Bush, which mm -hmm. they did not mention yesterday, which is very weird. Fam, I'm tired. <laughs> of I'll go get the Heisman myself. He said he is trying to get it back in his I Am Athlete interview. Or the pivot it was one of those. The, yeah. He Shout definitely said Bush. he's trying to get it back. He deserves it back. One of the greatest, one of the five greatest <laughs> college ball players ever, and probably the most exciting college. college I don't care ever. how old or cynical you are. You remember the first time you saw so, Reggie Bush go behind his back? Come on. When he went behind on, his back bro. for no reason. Come on, bro. Went completely. <laughs> So, shout out to Reggie, man. But also, shout out to Caleb Williams. A fantastic season. Crazy um, guy. And he's only a sophomore. He has to come yep. back. He can't even go to the NFL. If not, he would be being talked about as a number one draft pick. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so, shout out to him. But I do have a question. Mm -hmm. USC, Lincoln Riley has his... The quarterback of USC, if you do not know, he was also the coach. My bad, I said quarterback. The coach of USC, he is also the was the coach of Baker Mayfield when he won the Heisman and Kyler Murray when he won the mm -hmm. Heisman. My question is not should he come to the NFL. My question is, yeah. what do you see from USC next year? Do you think they yeah. build to try to get a couple uh, nil prospects in, get, mm -hmm. build that defense up, and really make some noise yeah. in the national championship and get back to their hit glory days? Or do you think it's kind of the more the same? Well, they'll lose a few, miss the playoff. What do you think? From right. So, first, definitely shout out Caleb Williams. I think they're going to be really good next mm -hmm. year. First, because even know. with those quarterbacks mentioned, I, listen, I know T's going to give me flag for this because Kyle is like the best pre NFL quarterback mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. Caleb's definitely better than them, too, yes. for sure, like yes. without a doubt. Yes. And he's in a better situation. 
Because USC can recruit in ways those teams mm-hmm. couldn't because of the NIL, like you mentioned. And the location. And yeah, yeah it's USC. Mm-hmm. So I think it took Lincoln Riley because he's an offensive genius. It's gonna take it would not gonna take a long time to fix offense. Yes. That's what he does. He got great players with mm-hmm. Caleb. So it was no it wasn't a problem to fix that. This offseason is probably gonna be all defense. All defense, yes. I agree. All defense. And you don't even need to hit. You don't even need to recruit eleven five stars. Yeah. You need four DBs. Yes, you need four DBs, and you need a front seven and a pass. And a, and and a pass exactly a yeah. pass rush because you uh, you know you know if you want to win a championship, if you really want to compete for a championship, you're gonna have to be Alabama or you're gonna have to be Georgia next year, yep. and it's looking like Tennessee as well. You're gonna have to be one of them SEC schools, and the way you do that is get pressure to the quarterback, stop the run, yeah. and like you said, build a secondary so you can stop the pass. If you exactly. can, because. Alabama has proven they will run the ball 35 times in the championship game and not care. Yep. So you're going to have to be able to stop that front seven. But you have the quarterback. That's the most important thing in college football right. is having a dynamic quarterback, and they have that. So I am really excited for uh, next year to see what he does and where he falls yeah. in the draft. But from one Heisman winner to another, mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's, let's, clap, let's you, clap it up. Clap it up, man. I'm glad you did that. I'm going to hit the applause. Clap it up for Baker, Hit man. the applause for the people listening. Um. I was super happy to see the reaction because yeah. it was a great drive. Ninety, I think the longest ever under mm-hmm. that circumstances. Yes, I love seeing all the players. You know, you know, talk about them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was super guys. You know, I don't ever want to kick nobody way down. No, but you still trash. No, yeah, listen, okay. listen. Okay. A lot of people are praising <laughs> you, and that's cool. But Baker, I'm gonna let you know, I'm gonna still hate. <laughs> and I was thinking about it on the drive over here. I was like, man, should we still hate Baker? Like he I was thinking about it on his shoulder yeah. and then it hit me. I was like, man, why do I hate Baker? Man, Baker was drafted first in the Lamar draft. Yes. He was drafted last. <laughs> yes. Josh, like, Josh Allen too. Josh Allen too. I still hate you. And nah, I, no it, listen, I watched a couple clips of his interceptions. And Baker, you a good dude. I just think you stink. Yeah. And yeah. now that we're editing videos, right here is the interception. Let's see if I can do it. Right here. The Raiders, I think what happened was, I just think the Raiders is not a good team. Oh, they're terrible. And bad teams find great ways to lose games. They're terrible. We're going to get into our top ten teams later. Uh, And I almost put them at ten because I was like, if they beat the Rams, that would be a four-game win streak. Mm -hmm. And they would be either right on the brink of the playoffs or in the playoffs. Devontae has been Amazing. Never lost season. a rep. Never lost a rep, number 17, uh, and still hasn't. Played an incredible game last still week, was cooking Jalen Ramsey, one of my favorite players. So It's been a tough um, year, right? But, yeah, shout out to Baker, bro, because that, that we're playing around. But two days Fam, yeah, and yeah, a 98-yard yeah. game winning yeah. drive is crazy. Listen, I do want to underscore how difficult that was. Yes. Like that, and it wasn't against... Like, the Raiders stink, but the Raiders have a really good pass rush. Yes. And pass rush is like half your defense. Yes. <laughs> so, he was getting hit a lot. You know, he not throwing the superstars out there. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not like he had – it's not like Cup, Cup was out there and it was just like he threw – Yeah. He gave him nah, 17 targets. Some, yeah, he, was he was making, making some great throws, throws yeah. to some regular receivers. And on top of that, when you do come in two days and you don't have no chemistry with receivers, I one thing that gets lost uh, as a casual uh, NFL fan is – the timing exactly. of, of these routes. Yeah. So it's not always about, okay, he's open, let me throw him the ball. Right. Well, Van Jefferson ain't as fast as Higby, right. so I got to put a certain amount of strength. I got to lead him a certain amount of yeah. way, a certain way. 
And so to be able to do that and win the game, and not only did they win the game, they came back. Yeah. It was 16-3 to three with five minutes left, and they came back. They were the second team to, to lose four games while, tri- while winning 13 at halftime. Shout out to other Raiders, man. Listen, shout out to Josh McDaniels, man. <laughs> Listen, Josh McDaniels' contribution to Good Dude University <laughs> is one of the biggest we've ever seen. <laughs> like, Josh McDaniels got a whole library at Good Dude University for what he's doing this year. A whole library. Um, and they're going to name the uh, library after Derek Carr. <laughs> I'm telling you, listen, Derek Carr. I didn't want to say it, but we sent Josh McDaniels over there to steal Josh Jacobs. That's what it was. <laughs> you know? Him and, him and, uh, him and uh, Josh, Jake, Josh McDaniels, Josh Jacobs is going to walk right back to New England next I'm year. I'm telling you, Just bro. sneak in. Yep. He liked, I was telling T, listen, man, he been playing better than he ever did, mm-hmm. you know? Like the system, I got Give him you. a two-year, 20, Fair. 18 million, listen, 17 million. Our, our defense not giving up that league. <laughs> Come on now. But um, let's go into a quick break. And we will jump right back into the NBA for a second. Yeah, man. Crazy week is raining out there. Listen, guys, Hip Hop 95, the streaming hip hop station. Whoop! This is the radio show about nothing. This Whoop. is DJ Ish, co hosted by Life Mall, best friend. Yes, up. Welcome back. So, we're going to get straight into it, bro. My favorite thing about doing this show, so for those of you who don't know, I'll give you an insight on the topics and whatever thing. So, I, me and Ish don't really hang out during the week because we live very far away from each other. Um, so, and he works uh, a different schedule than I do, so it's hard to really hang out. So, I kind of text him during the week on, like, stuff just to uh, keep up on what we're going to talk about. But a lot of times, I just know you want to talk about the same thing when yeah. I see some stuff. Yeah. And this week, I knew it was a Pelicans. Yeah. I didn't have to text yeah. you nothing. I just knew right off of I said, yeah, we got to talk about yeah. that. I love so it. we're going to start right with uh, the Zion-led Pelicans, the number one seed in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Ingram has not played since November 25th, and yeah. they have not slowed down. Herb Jones hasn't played in about two or three weeks. They have not slowed down. So my question to you is, how? what are your realistic expectations of the Pelicans? And mm-hmm. Do you think the Pelicans are who you thought the Timberwolves would be? So, and I'm going to add a part to this segment that we a lot of people won't see coming. Because I'm going to walk back something. Because I, mm-hmm. I think you were right about Wiseman. Mm-hmm. But okay. not for the Jokic reason. Okay. Listen, that nigga Zion, Zion here. For the Zion? No, that nigga Zion here, uh-huh. bro. I watched that Suns game. Uh-huh. They didn't want no part of Zion. No, they did not. And, and not like no, they not, did like not like how Giannis, they be like, dang, Giannis mm-hmm. walking. No. Zion mm-hmm. not doing that. No. You know, sometimes Giannis can be nice, try to go around you. Mm-hmm. Zion not going around Little you. Little girl step. Yeah, no. shoulder. You can handle that. Fam, Zion is Zion's just going to jump. He's just going to jump and he'll just figure it and out. And if you there, okay. And I think, and to answer your question, no, I don't think they're as good as as the Timberwolves, as I thought they would be, because mm-hmm. I think they're better. Okay. I think, first, they're significantly deeper. Mm-hmm. They really might be 8-10 deep. Yes. With Alvarado coming off the bench. Yes. Like, they Excellent are backup point cra- they are crazy coming off the bench. Yes. But it, they can really, really defend at a high level. Shout out Trey – is it Trey Jones? Yes. Bro, shout out Trey Jones. He grew over the offseason. All my New Orleans mm-hmm. – you know, my New Orleans Twitter was telling me – this boy gonna create. Listen, mm-hmm. he is huge. Huge. Zion, giant. Giant. Valentunas, big as hell. Bi come back, tall. Six eleven. Herb Jones. That's a six nine wing. Seven the wing Pel- span. Listen, the Pelicans can roll a lineup out there with Zion, the smallest guy on the court, for real. Yeah. And not and not miss no beat scoring. Yeah, I think they're gonna be a really hard out. 
I think if you're going to beat them, you're going to need elite guard play. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the people in the West and the, and the Suns, listen, y'all got to stop crying. <laughs> y'all got to stop crying. He should do that every night. Yeah, bro. Bro, okay. So, well, I'll start there just for a second. Yeah. Shut up, Sheriff Paul. Shut up. Like, first off, Cam first Cam. off, campaign. <laughs> first off, bro, the only reason he had the opportunity was because y'all didn't dribble the clock out. So let's start there. Bro. Chris Paul went and missed a point blank layup, and that gave them the opportunity to do that. Literally. <laughs> Zion was at the end of the court because of the game. <laughs> so let's start there. No issue with that. Like you said, you up 10 15, and you at home yeah. with that fan base that's been begging y'all to win for yeah. that moment. Bro, give them a show. You're at an NBA game that you pay $300 for these. And let's, let's even, and, you know, we are very, we try to be super fair on this show when we don't talk about the Warriors. If it was Ja, I'd be like, all right, I kind of get it. Mm-hmm. Everything Zion done been through, the people ask what's your favorite food. I can't really say because you know people clown you. People calling Zion fat. People, listen, Zion been through a lot. It was a that was a super emotional win. Yes. Like I get it, bro. And like you said, they knocked him out last bro, year. Bro, and the press conference was super. I believe in Zion. I be, they said, bro, like like yo, he was perfectly right. Fam, they sent us home last year. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. And he did, but he set in the tone. That's why I tweeted as soon as he did it. He here, yeah. If we play again, y'all got to deal with me. And they play again tonight. <laughs> they play again tonight. So, on to the Pelicans really schematically. They, the beauty in their system is that no one has to be dominant for them to be successful. They are sharing the ball. No one is. It's not, a, it's not 30 high pick and roll possessions in a row or anything right. like that. They're moving the ball. They're running a set offense. Willie Green is doing a phenomenal job. Phenomenal Shout job getting him to, for real, shoot. He like Kane. <laughs> getting them, he does a little bit. He's getting them to buy in on the defense end, which is what you're talking about. Every great NBA team during the regular season, nine times out of ten is going to have a top 10, top 12 defense. Right. And they are right there. And like you said, it starts with Zion. At first, I thought it started with B.I. Coming into the season, I thought it was B.I. But then I saw Zion, and I saw, no, he's 100%. And the question with Zion was always, how is he going to do this on the NBA level? And we were saying, no one's getting in front of him. I don't care. No one's. I don't care who's in the NBA. Nobody's stepping in front of him. I and remember, that's been prevalent I throughout this run. Sit, we were sitting in the seat. They were like, well, how's he going to do it the next level? There's no NBA player that's signing on way anyway. What you mean? How are you going to do it? They're the same size. They're the same size. Bro, he's an NBA body. He was an NBA body in 19. So... Really, what it is is that Zion is unstoppable, and Zion is – it takes two to even contain, to try to it take two, minimalize. Two, it takes two brave souls. Too. Yes. <laughs> two brave, brave souls. souls. And that's why there's it's such an issue with Phoenix is because they don't have that dog. Bro. Yeah. Like, DeAndre Ayton big, but he ain't no, he ain't no dog. Like, you're not – like, Draymond. Yeah, Draymond's going to be like, you're going to have to run through my chest a hundred times. Bro, I don't and they don't got nobody else. But Alvarado set a back screen on mm-hmm. bro. And Zion just hit a trampoline and nobody jumped. I was like, see? <laughs> that's the thing we talking yeah. about. Like, mm-hmm. like you don't need the Zion being that big and strong is like, yeah, sometimes he's gonna bully people out the way. Mm-hmm. But the points you don't see that are way easier because it's Zion jumping mm-hmm. and not somebody else is yes. the is the reason he's shooting eighty percent. Because sometimes niggas just like, nah, I'm not jumping. Like, All right, you got it. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next play. Next play. Next play. Yeah, take it, take it. <laughs> so, 
Um, on the other end, I mean, on the on to the CJ is what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> to CJ, CJ is a perfect third two B type yeah. option because he's been yeah, yeah he's been there yeah. he's been there I I played with I played with a killer like right. a real killer yeah. so I've had to deal with old bro got fifty and I got to figure out how to get in I've had to deal with bro shot not off so he's trying to find it so I got to figure out how to every type of situation that he's gonna deal with he's been able to score at a high level at an efficient rate in that type of style. So he is perfect for the Pelicans. Not only that, he's been in the playoffs, so there's their playoff experience, yep. along with Valanchunas, who has had some good playoff That's runs. That's a fact. So, Eastern Conference Finals under his belt. Yes, and the Willie Green is just Willie Green is just one of them coaches. I don't worry about the situation. Like I don't think yeah. the moment will ever be too big for Willie Green. So I asked what their potential was, and I realistically think they can be a Western Conference Finals team. I, yeah. I don't know how they would do with the experience of the Warriors, and I don't know how they would do against the Nuggets. Mm. But I want them to play Memphis in the first or second round so bad because I think that would be one of the most exciting playoff matches from two young teams we could possibly yeah. get with a number one and number two draft pick in the same draft. Mm -hmm. um, Two high-flying superstars that yeah. are looking like they're going to be the face of the NBA for the next few yeah. years. You also got the veteran presidents with Stephen Adams, mm -hmm. Valanciunas down low. Small cities too. You got the small cities. Yeah. Um, they're Memphis relatively close. close to they're relatively close to each yeah. other. So it would be a phenomenal series uh, for them for the New Orleans and Memphis. That's who I want to see. But yeah, I do think the. Pelicans really do have something special over there. I yeah, think I, they just need to keep that together. They gonna win it. They gonna if they don't win a championship, they gonna get to one. Listen, I really listen. They're gonna be an amazing. They're gonna be a really good team. Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna complete well in the playoffs. And I'm not sure. I gotta see how Herb and Bi come back uh, before I try to figure out their ceiling. Exactly. But Warriors aside, just because we're gonna talk about the Warriors Celtics in yeah. a second, they present such a a unique mismatch. It's just hard well, yeah, to deal. With. It's hard, and it's hard to project it across multiple exactly. teams. Um, but outside of Golden State, I, it's not. It's not. They feel like how when the Suns first started rolling, I was saying there was no, there's no bad matchup for them. Yes. There's no bad matchup exactly. for the Bills. Exactly. Like even in a league where nobody has a big, they somehow have a seven footer mm -hmm. that also is comfortable shooting. And then they have the six eight guy in Zion that plays like a seven footer. Right, yeah. So I think Zion's defense has to get a little bit better. He's yeah. not. He's a bad on the ball defender, yeah. and he's a. Uh, what do you call? It? He's a splash. ball watcher. Yeah. Ball watcher. Like yeah. he gets get caught up in the play, and it's with his athletic ability, he should be sending shots, and he yeah. should be grabbing eight to fifteen rebounds right. every single night. Yeah. So that is a he has to be more engaged. That's a perfect average tool. He just has to be more engaged on the defensive end, and I think once that comes, that will be a huge plus for their defense because they have the perimeter defense. If you really are just telling them, bro, we're putting you on the worst to second worst player. Yeah. All we most nights, all we need you to do is when Herb Jones gets that beat a little bit, when CJ gets beat a little bit, we need your help. That's right. all we need. And sometimes you the second help because of Valentunas is in the right. game. So I really do. And I he, love the Pelicans. And he has made a couple of those splash blocks. But exactly. I think as because I think he's on game like 27, 30, mm -hmm. like from being back from the injury. Yeah. But once he gets back, mm -hmm. like playing every night, seeing coverage, yes. and seeing plays, and not playing, uh, especially with somebody as smart as I am, is. A lot of those great defensive plays, splash plays, like Draymond will make another one of players make. Uh, oh, I've seen that before. Yeah, exactly. I know exactly where that's going because mm -hmm. they ran this at this time, mm -hmm. whatever the case. But Zion has not been playing, so he hasn't been getting For those sure. live reps to For just, sure. you know, go. So he does hesitate. And it's causing mm -hmm. him to, you know, not be in a position to make sure. amazing plays. But, man. 
it's the it's there. The effort is there. Like exactly. it's it shows that like it's yeah, like you need that. to be organic. You better hope he don't time that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. You better hope he don't, he ain't watch a film like he's supposed to or something. Because yeah. when he really lock in and get the complete game, he's gonna be yeah. unstoppable. My question, my last question about the Pelicans is, how do you think he does Zion being? in his first real playoff experience. Because yeah. it, the defense is different. They're seeing you seven times. They got a whole season yeah. of film. That is something we haven't we haven't really talked about is um, the uh, – the – sorry, all the cameras got <laughs> – but with the, with the Pelicans is they haven't seen any real – they haven't seen any real competition as in the playoffs. So nobody has had a full year to scout Zion. Sorry about that. Up. But yeah. So nobody has had a full year to scout Zion is what I was getting at. Yeah. So when it comes around playoff time and he's seeing the same team two, every mm-hmm. two weeks, they win a playoff series. Now they got the whole season and two weeks of playoff film. Right. So how do you think he does in the playoffs? Because you know he really doesn't have a right hand. Right. Right now, no matter. But mm-hmm. do you think that continues in the playoffs? I really – listen – we make these takes up here, and we're usually right mm-hmm. because we really believe we're saying, and we have things, you know, behind it that we've seen. We watch all the sports. Exactly. <laughs> and I do not say this lightly, but I seriously believe Zion will follow, and I don't think he's LeBron. Mm. I think he will follow the LeBron trend of becoming even better in the postseason, mm-hmm. strictly because, like you said, how different teams have to guard him uh-huh. and the Shaq problem that people, I don't want to say people haven't prepared for with Zion, but I guess they didn't think they had to because mm-hmm. we didn't know Zion was going to be healthy. Yeah. In the early 2000s, teams had to carry three, four trash bigs on the roster because we're going to need to foul Shaq seven or eight times mm-hmm. this game. Right. And if we want to win, our starting center can't be the guy fouling him. Yes. And I think what Zion will do is erode a lot of playoff defenses because even the best playoff defense, Celtics, Warriors, Bucks, they got one two rim protectors, maybe. Warriors only really got one, to be honest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it, when Zion could put pressure on your team in such a unique way that he shoots such a high field goal percentage and he cleans up on the offensive rebound so much that he can get so many easy points. Like we talk about Steph players, Katie. If you can get those easy gravy points, mm-hmm. their greatness is going to take care of at least 10, 12 right. points a game. Right. And I think Zion has like a Shaq floor, mm-hmm. like over his performance. Like no matter how bad it gets, He's just going to be 300 pounds. And he's just going to get 15, 20 points on mud plays where he don't got to play. Like, he just take it off the rim and yes. go back up. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's. I think his playoff floor is higher than we'd expect, but I don't think he's ready to run an offense completely through him. Okay. And I think having B.I. and C.J. Man, is going to help so much. Yeah. yeah, I am. The Pelicans are scary because the last thing, the last thing we'll say on him for real is – the one thing we always talk about in playoff times, we'll harp on this a little bit more, is but you gotta have that guy that just go get a buck. Go get it. Go yeah. give me one. And they got two of them. <laughs> they got two of them, and they got one with a lot of experience in them situations. Exactly. Where CJ, CJ seriously been at the top of the key, and Dame been just like cook one mm-hmm. for it, and he just get to it. And right. so that's still in him. And I am excited for him taking the back seat. He had the interview with the pivot, and uh, not the pivot, uh, point and the point forward. Well, what Iggy and um. Evan Turner, and he was talking about how he spoke with B.I. Yeah. and said, no, you're the number one option. Yeah. I can I can get in where I fit in. Like, right. I did that my whole career. So, him telling him that, I'm sure he's told Zion that as well. I don't even know if you had to tell Zion. Yeah. Yeah. But, and but another are, thing, the, the, the last thing uh, before <laughs> we move on, the, the scariest thing about them, why they're so playoff-proof, mm-hmm. 
is they don't have a lot of playoff teams are going to get sent home this season because they have one player that can't be on the court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have that guy. No, they do not. They don't have a guy where it's like, yo, if if all else fails, I saw your kitchen. If all else fails, bring Trey Young out yes. here. Like, yes. we have somebody that you want to pull out, mm-hmm. go ice you the whole game. Like, if you get in a series with the Pels and all else fails, are you going to want to bring Zion out there? Crowd going crazy, you gonna want to drive by Zion to see if he go time this block right? Because it might end the series. Like <laughs> in those momentum plays, like he's so like that dunk. I was like, damn, like that. Was, that was kind of you feel it. You yeah. feel that, yeah, like, man. And that Pelican crowd gonna be rocking in the playoffs. Uh, New Orleans it's gonna, gonna be rocking. New Orleans like that. Mm-hmm. No one's been waiting for them to be good. Hey, for and it. don't let the boys have to see the Lakers in the first round with AD coming in every day. Man, that's gonna man. be a, that's a crazy series too. But. On to another young up-and-coming team. And it's hard uh said something about this a little bit, but we uh, had to keep moving because topics. But clap up Mike Brown, man. Shout out Mike Brown. Shout man. out to Mike Brown. Friend of the show. Friend of the show for sure. Uh, if you don't know, I always mention this. He was the coach of that 60-win Cavs team with LeBron on it early yep. in the 2000, early, I mean late 2010s. So, yeah, been a been a great defensive yep. coach since he's been coach in the league. Uh, been a coach of the year before. He's been on the Warriors staff for the last five or six years. Um, and he's been there a really big reason of yep. why their defense has been so dominant yep. over the past years of, uh, with that small oh, yeah, lineup. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they really did do miss him and they you can tell from the early in the seasons with their defensive problems that they really miss Mike Brown so on to the Kings man with the Aaron Fox Sabonis playing like they are another team that is eight eight to ten deep how I mean I know we're not gonna pick the Kings to go to the finals but do you think they can win the playoff series do you think they can stay out of the play-in yeah, I think the Kings could could yes to both because of not only what Mike Brown took from the Warriors which was, in hindsight, a brilliant move from the outside. Like, mm-hmm. just as someone watching Mike Brown career, yeah. like, all right, you are a brilliant genius defensive coach. Right. Let's hang out in Golden State five, six, seven years mm-hmm. with some championships and figure out what they're doing on the offense. Mm-hmm. And he took that entire offense sure and brought it to Sacramento. <laughs> and it's very impressive to see another team like, you know what? We're going to try to play like the Warriors. Because yep. no one really tries to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's the personnel. It's a person. Uh, it's probably it's it's the person. It's, it's, it's really the person. <laughs> it's definitely. It's, uh, they were like, why don't other teams, you know, the Warriors got too big, still got spacing. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but they got Kevin Herter kind of running around like yes. Steph. Darren Fox, fast as hell, Man. running around. And Sabonis is weirdly perfect for what he's doing. Man, perfect. Super under control. Can pass and transition. He doesn't get sped up. Doesn't get sped up. Listen, for, father was one of the best centers of all time. Shout out Arvidas. Um, one of the best passing centers. But people, when you say Jokic is the best at passing big man, a yeah. lot of people be like, no, he's not. No, <laughs> no he's not. Listen, a lot of people talk about, because Sabonis didn't even get to the, the well, the older one. I know we're off the tangent. Yeah. He didn't even get to the, older, to, to the NBA until he was older. Yes. Man, a lot of people talk about listening mm-hmm. to me. He was younger. Yeah. <laughs> but the Kings play a great motion offense, mm-hmm. um, taking advantage of uh, Kevin Herter's movie, the Aaron Fox movie. Kevin Herter's playing the best basketball he's ever played. Yes. And I trust De'Aaron Fox in super big moments. Just because we've watched De'Aaron Fox over the last mm-hmm. three or four years. He was like, oh, yeah, they stink. He doesn't. Exactly. They're trash. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox isn't trash. Yes. Um, and I think it's such a great combo because with Mike, they're going to play amazing defense. Right, of course. Yeah. I think one thing, we'll start with De'Aaron Fox on my side. We always talk about, Draymond harped on this a couple weeks ago, is how – 
young guys are supposed to be on bad teams because it builds their confidence, allows them to make their mistakes, and you can tell that has helped the young oh, yeah. Fox so much because in these closed games where young players make turnovers, miss shots they shouldn't make, right. things of that nature, he's not. He is closing these games out with big shots. Yeah. His three ball has much improved well, since he uh, came in the league. Mid, mid, crazy midi too. Now. Yes, and the beauty of his game is we always talk about these high flyers, point guard, Russ, D-Rose, Ja, with their knee problems, <clears throat> ankle problems, feet problems. Mm-hmm. Something along the lines comes up, and De'Aaron has a mid-range jumper, he has a floater, and he has a th- he's developing a three-ball, so he doesn't have to be the fast guy, first guy down the court and finish exactly. and put all that pressure on your knees. So I think that's one yeah. thing that is helping them. It's just De'Aaron Fox is a bonus. That one-two punch is phenomenal. Yeah, and to piggyback what you what, off what you said with De'Aaron Fox is – He's super paced and controlled. Because mm-hmm. he for sure can go upstairs yeah. and dunk and make those plays. And if he wanted to, he could foot race everyone every single play and have a lot of success. Yeah. With it. <laughs> but he just knows, like you said, it's not sustainable. It's, it's not sustainable. And he plays super under controlled. Mm-hmm. And you'll see him a lot of times. It's so funny to see. I love seeing super fast players slow down to mm-hmm. match up with their team. Yeah. Like, you'll see him, like the break will start, and he'll get out and slow down <laughs> yeah. to make sure the spacing on the court mm-hmm. is correct, make sure the balance on the court is correct. So it's a bonus because a lot of times the Kings, they'll grab it off the rim and just go. Yeah. And him cutting back door, him moving around, I really like the Kings team. Shout out to Malik Monk because you yeah, heard I what I said. Simply put, with the Air Fox, He's just learning how to play point guard. Exactly. He's really just learning how to play point yeah. guard. But so Malik Monk and Kevin Herter, they're two shooters. Yeah. I love that Malik Monk pickup. At first, when Malik, I didn't, I understood him leaving the Lakers. That's I get it. That, but I was like, why the Kings? But. As I'm looking at the roster, and I'm looking at their system, and I'm sure Mike Brown sold them, I completely mm-hmm. understand, man. And that, like you said, the Harrison Barnes is on that team there. That's another veteran, veteran presence yep. that's won a championship, mm-hmm. understands the understands how important the early part of the season is yep. with a young team. Understands and the system, too. Yes. And the last thing is, bro, they are locking in on defense. We always oh, say they're locking in on defense. Mike yeah. Brown has them buying in on defense. And it's kind of like you can tell when a coach came in, first off, and gave them a a a boost. Like, yeah, yeah like, okay, changed. now we can win. Gave them yeah. a different type of energy, exactly. a culture change type thing. Exactly. You can tell Mike Brown came in and did that for one. One just – by the joy you see them playing with yeah. in Sacramento, the fans are starting to come back yeah. out. The light beam after every win is crazy, crazy. crazy. Defensive um, player, the game change, yes, like all of that is crazy. So the culture is for uh, for sure changing. And on top of all of that, man, they have. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but on top of all of that, they do have the veteran presence. Um, they have the veteran presence of Harrison Barnes. And the last thing I wanted to uh, move on, said before we moved on, is Davian Mitchell. It was a star at Baylor. He is their backup point he's guard. Sneaky good. And he's sneaky good, bro. Yeah. He can he can he's I've seen him personally play games where he's had that seventeen and eight game, mm-hmm. the great backup point guard games. He's a little streaky, has to get better, but that's no yeah. problem. He's phenomenal defense. Right. And that's where it starts. Is if you can have because they're usually with a bench lineup. Especially a young bench lineup where you got De'Aaron Fox able to play 38 minutes every single game, 40 minutes every single game. You just need them to come in and play six good minutes in each half and not give up the lead or not not give up the lead. Or if you're down, just keep – if you're down five, keep it between five and eight. If you're down ten, keep it between ten and twelve. So you're able to get your starters back in and get the – for them to – 
still be in, within reach. Right. So I think they they really do have a great team, and I'm I'm really excited for this year's playoffs, bro. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, bro! It's gonna be so many matchups that you just really I, are gonna be so hard to I predict. I was watching the Cavs. Damn, who's who are they playing? We were just talking about it. The Cavs. Kings. Kings. That's what <laughs> and I was like, man, they have to unconference the playoffs, bro. Because I need seven games of the Cavs defense trying to figure out how to stop the Kings. Oh, yeah. I need matchups like that because that's the first one. Those teams, it would be a long shot for them to make the finals. Yeah. But those matchups are just so perfect mm-hmm. to watch these personnels try. Because Garland and Mitchell are fast enough to keep up with mm-hmm. them around these screens. And they have... Mobley, Allen, who could try to protect the rim, mm-hmm. but the, the, it's still so complex that it's really hard to do. Yeah. So, Especially with a young team that haven't seen something like that. Exactly. Before. So uh, I really, they really need to hurry up and unconference all starting. That's what y'all need to do. Stop giving out trophies for regular season <laughs> awards. I, I hate it. The blue ribbon. You know, you tried hard in the regular season, like um, the Utah Jazz trophy. Like we get it. <laughs> Utah Jazz trophy. The next thing uh, we'll do it. We'll jump into last night and we'll take a break. Warrior Celtics last night. Yeah. Man, great game. Great, great hoops. Phenomenal hoops. Yeah. I first question to you is, do you think the Celtics was a little uh, a little tight? It looked to me like they were. Like they that finals loss was like they really wanted to win too bad. Listen, and yeah. that, listen, that, 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 that they, was in their head a little bit. That, that, that loss really hurt. Like, yeah. That finals loss really hurt. Because <laughs> yeah. listen, they, they, they ain't look they like were, that all season. Fam, they look pissed. Yeah, bro. They, oh, they look like, oh my god, it's happening again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I understand their frustration because you gotta think about it. To 28 other teams, bro, it's just really nothing you can do if they guard you specifically like that. Mm-hmm. If they're going to smother you with Tatum, Brown, Smart, White, Brogdon off the ball and just drop their bigs, because your bigs, even if your big hits a couple, they're fine with that, and you really can't, your guard can't score after that, it's kind of like GG's. <laughs> like, what do you do? Like, what? 95% of the league is like, it's nothing we can do. It was like, yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we, we do that all the time. But we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen this before. Fine. And the shots they were making, I love to see Clay play great. Man. See, he had a, it, he had a yeah, great that was his first game. Forget that 40 point. That no. was his best game. Easy his best. Listen, he blocked. I think he blocked Tatum in the first mm-hmm. quarter. Oh, here Clay go. Yep. I said, oh, yeah, Clay locked in. Mm-hmm. Hit a bunch of great shots and a bunch of Tommy shots. A bunch of tough shots, too. Tough shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and Steph, um, man, it's, it's weird to have a quiet 30. 32, quite 30. Shooting from 30. Mm-hmm. But it was real, you it know. It was just a Steph game. Like, I think it's becoming – I I watch way too much Warriors basketball. And I'll yeah. be honest. I watch way too much. <laughs> but I think it's just becoming of, like, kind of the bond thing after the Miami years. It was just like, okay, uh, we get it. <laughs> so oh, it's, oh not, it's God, not that serious from anymore. the hash. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that serious yeah. anymore. But it still is crazy. Uh, somebody I want to talk about was – first off, we did this without uh, Andrew Wiggins, which was very important. For me to see because when Jason I saw Wiggins, Tatum, senior. <laughs> when I saw Wiggins not playing, I was like, mm, "We probably lost." And then later that day, I saw Draymond said in the locker room, "Like it's time, like this is over, like we got to lock in and we yeah. got to start racking up some wins because like this is important." Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, "Okay, they're they're probably gonna win tonight," yeah. and they did. But the player I want to talk about is Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. His another one of those young guys where it's. For my whole life, I've been more athletic than everybody. I've been able yeah. to run, dunk, do what I want on every team I've been on. He had to really understand how to buy into something. Yeah. And Steve Kerr repeatedly was saying in the media, and I think this was for him to hear. Um, I'm sure Draymond and Iggy have been talking to him on the bench or whatever, but 
He was like defense. We just need him to play defense. That's yeah. why he hasn't been playing because of his lack to lack of attention to detail. Right. Their whole point in Jonathan Kaminga was if you really look at their young guys, Draymond. Why is him supposed to replace Looney? Kaminga was supposed to replace Draymond. Poole was supposed to replace Steph, and Moody was supposed to replace Clay. Yep. That is how the young guys were. Are we thinking they'll ever be? That good? No, of course they'll need pieces in between, but that is who they're what they're looking at building. And right. Kaminga, I at first I didn't see it. You were telling me you saw the Draymond a little bit. I didn't see it at first. Mm-hmm. But these past this past three weeks, he has looked amazing. He has been on defense, and I'm talking about help defense, yep. on ball defense, um, pick and roll defense, as guarding the uh, guarding the guy with the ball in the pick and roll, yep. being the help man. In the, he has been at every step of the way. He has been great. He's been taking great shots. He's been making great passes. Hasn't been turning the ball over. So Jonathan Kaminga is my hand clap for the Warriors last yeah. night. Um, and that's a tough game to be in, bro. Like the team you just lost, beat in the finals, yeah. a big game. You ain't get no burn in the at finals. Home. You ain't really get no burn in the finals. So you can come in and trip and yeah. just lose everything you've been doing these mm-hmm. past two weeks. Maybe get knocked out of rotation for a little bit. But he came in and played a perfect game. So, shout out to Jonathan Kaminga. Keep it up because he's going to be a real important piece. And time heals. Time has a way of kind of sorting things out. And we all have problems in life that we've ignored. And somehow the universe has kind of just <laughs> wiped the problem away. Yeah. Things has handled itself. And that's what we've kind of seen with the Warriors, young guys. You know, hate to throw a little dirt on Wiseman's name. But <laughs> when they were losing under 500, whether it was said, whether it was unsaid, young guys at some point sat down and was like, man, they are not going to change this. No. Either we're, either I, I don't know if they talked, you know, we don't know if they actually had the conversation, but I'm sure Jonathan can make it with him like, man, mm-hmm. either I am going to be on this team as J- Jonathan Kaminga coming off the bench, playing defense, catching oops, and just being a guy for now, or I'm going to be playing in Santa Cruz. Yes. <laughs> 1,000%. And you can see a complete, listen. Or I'm going to be some shit out of time. Exactly. And, and listen, you might end up in Charlotte. That's a <laughs> you go from Warriors, you know. Big difference. Big difference. And you also shout out Steve Kerr because I give Steve Kerr a lot of flag. Uh, you see John Kaminga at point of attack a lot more, mm-hmm. guarding more perimeter players, taking yes. advantage because he has great on ball instincts, mm-hmm. and he's he, so he really does. And he's so physically gifted, he doesn't have to gamble. No, so he's never too far out of position mm-hmm. on somebody. Um, and he's looked great, and he's settling down for sure. Yes, 100%. Like, there was a play, there was a play last night, he catches the ball in the corner, he starts to go, and he's like, oh, shit, there's nobody in front of me. Yeah. And he just steps back mm-hmm. and shoots it. Yes. Because, bro, like, yes, you're Jonathan Kaminga, but now there's superstars around you. Yes. You, you're not going to get the superstar shots, sure, but you're also getting much easier mm-hmm. shots now. And we're putting you in a much position, a much easier position for you to make your move and get your bucket Exactly. Off. So um, the play last night that stood out to me was that dunk on um, Jason Tatum. That was just a really like <laughs> bully. Oh, like he's here. Like yeah, he's really. Ball. He's really yeah. understanding his role now. And who tried to punch him the other day? Somebody um, got super mad. Uh, Jordan Carson. Uh-huh. And again, they shouldn't have that. Oh my gosh, that was that, miserable. That was a super funny game. To <laughs> I wanted watch. to cry. That was a super funny game to watch at the end because Jordan Clarkson coming down for the win and Jonathan Kaminga just absolutely stuffs it <laughs> in his face. Like he locks him up so bad he gets tossed from the game. <laughs> That's got to be crazy. But uh, so on to the Celtics. Yeah. Tatum played probably his worst game of the year this yep. uh, last night. And. I think a lot of that was 
the finals and in his head and like he said this is just another game for us and y'all made it a big deal and it and that's the right thing to say after yeah. something like that but especially it was not just lose. another game yeah, especially it after was, you lose it's yes. definitely just another game. it was like, not <laughs> just another game and we saw that because you did not act the same yeah, nah. i ain't never ever seen you yeah. but not nah, for real oh they were pissed they were pissed and they he was attacking he was missing layups he hasn't been missing all season missing he was first. missing jumpers he hasn't been missing and then he started selling them for three late in the game yeah. instead of keep attacking so i can tell that was really I think it was like three shots all at once. Like, I was like, man, Jason, it's just not yes, in you. Bro. It's just not in um, you. But I'm not worried about the Celtics in the slightest. They lost. Who cares? That's their sixth off this season. Listen, like we told people <laughs> after the finals, listen, unless they're going to play Golden State 82 times, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. Like, yo, they'll be fine. Fam, some people you just lose to. Facts. Um, last team, real quick. Oh, shout uh, out Al Horford. He didn't play. Yes. Uh, your your favorite player, um, yes. Luca. So. They Luca's Luca, as we said, Luca's gonna be Luca, he is Luca, whatever. My question to you is he has two years left on his contract before he can opt out. Mm-hmm. What do the Mavericks have to do in two years for him to keep him there? Because they're not gonna win. We know that. We yeah, they're not I don't, gonna win. I don't, yeah, listen, I don't need you to get me honest here. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to get me KD here. I need a guy. Mm-hmm. He don't even need to be a top fifty player. Mm-hmm. He don't need to be top four. Bro, bring me borderline all-star, all-star, someone that can produce and someone that can just go. Mm-hmm. Like, we talked about how good... And a defensive guy. He has and, to play, play both Exactly. Guys. We talked about how the effect of Darius Garland on the Cavs is going to be so huge because he can just go now. Mm-hmm. He don't got to distribute. He don't got to pass. He don't got to worry about anything else. He can just Donovan. go. Yeah, Donovan. Yeah. Like, on the Cavs. So, he's free to just go. There's the, the, the Mavericks don't have a secondary guy you can go to mm-hmm. where he'd be like, go. Spencer Dinwiddie, not that guy. No. no. Tim Hardaway, not that guy. No. Tim Hardaway is doing exactly what he needs to be doing. Yeah. Tim Hardaway, spark, spark off the bench. I'm going to hit some threes. I might get hot. You mm-hmm. never know. Like, you exactly. know, it might be my night to send y'all home. But you need a secondary guy because when Luka doesn't play, you should not lose by $35 million to the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should not be this bad. And yeah. they really are. And no matter how good Luka is. Mm-hmm. Whether he's 2016 Curry, 92 Jordan, once the final, once, not the finals, once the playoffs comes around, you're not gonna win four series doing that. You're not gonna win three most times. Like you're just not. Exactly. You, you just it's not sustainable, yeah, bro. bro. And if it is sustainable, he's the best player ever. <laughs> Facts. But for me to stay, bro, y'all either gotta get me. Listen, I I need John Collins as a shooter. Mm-hmm. I need listen. I need Seth Curry. And, and a player or somebody that's going to help me take this load off. Because I keep telling people, Luka was a professional they basketball let Seth player. Curry go. They did let Seth Curry they go. go. They did. They also let uh, my boy go, Jalen Brunson, who I told y'all was going to have a great season. Yeah, he's been having a great season. But, like, I need something for me. Because, bro, Luka was a professional basketball player before he ever hit Dallas. Mm-hmm. He was a world-renowned, accomplished basketball player. MVP of the EuroLeague, fresh off a championship. There's nothing Dallas did for him that he has not gotten already. Nope. Trust he had bread before he got to Dallas, yes. too. So this is a team he's playing for. Yes. It's not like Memphis, how Memphis, like, really believed That's in job. That's the city he playing for. He, yeah. John playing for the city of yeah. Memphis, like, it's, literally. It's like, yo, they wanted Zion. We really rock with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always been on your side. Luka don't have none of that. Nope. Luka just happened to be playing in Dallas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I mean, a little bit to him that they fired the coach he wanted to fire. But other than that, like. Bruh. And for anybody questioning would Luka really leave, remember Braun left Cleveland. 
the city he was born in. Yes, sir. And was picked and the first. The only reason he left was because they wouldn't give him <clears throat> no talent around him. Exactly. So And Luca know. Luca don't like losing. Nah, Luca know. And one thing I will say that is going to help this is Mark Cuban. Mark yeah. Cuban hates losing. Yeah. Mark Cuban knows who Luca is. He's it's going to be really hard for Mark Cuban not to make the right decision to get somebody in that locker room that will keep Luca there. I agree with you. I don't think they need a top a top forty, top fifty yeah. player, but they need if they're not going to have that, if they're not gonna have a guy that's an all star every mm-hmm. year type player, they need three guys. They need a real like somebody you said that can go just go get a bucket. Mm-hmm. They also need two bigs. They need a two, not Christian Wood. Christian Wood is not a real big man. Christian Wood right. don't want to buy into nothing. He, he barely wanna play, He, he want to play how he want to play, and yeah. if he can't play like that, he get an attitude. He's right. lazy on defense. It's all, I see it all. Like, the yeah. body language is bad. It's He can't get what he wants, so he going to pout. Right. I, what they need is a Christian Wood type body. 6'10", long yeah. guy, can stretch the floor, but he has to buy in on the defensive end. And they, if they can get two of those surround Luka with somebody that can protect the rim mm-hmm. and get him another real threat along with Dinwiddie, along with Tim Hardaway, along with – you probably got to get rid of Phineas Smith or Cleveland, one of those guys. Yeah. But if you can replace that and get him some adequate mm-hmm. players that's going to buy in the defense, then you have an opportunity to really make some noise. Yeah. But. Until that happens, bro, Luke is shooting the ball, controlling the whole offense and shooting the ball 30 times a game ain't going to work. Because the thing is, bro, look how unstoppable Luke is. Mm-hmm. Look how unstoppable it is at every single night he steps on the floor. There's nothing you can do with him. He had easy 33-12-8. and eight. Yeah. If you put him, put a threat out there where now you can't really help off this big as much right. and now you can't help off this shooter as much and Luka really just got a free range to run a two-on-two pick and roll and pick a defensive part, yeah. it's getting scary now. Yeah. It really is, and it's going to be something that people just aren't going to be able to guard. It's going to be like a young Braun. Like, yep. you just can't stop him. You got to pick your poison, and if you pick the wrong poison, yeah. he going to go to the same. Like, it was with Braun, it was like, I'm driving right, and if this corner, if the guy in the corner drops too low, I'm going to throw that pass 15 straight times if I got to because that's the right play. Luka plays the same way. And on top of that, Luka Luka is not the force Braun is at the rim, Mm -hmm. but he understands how to play in the paint just as good as Braun does. So all of that combined, you just got to get some talent around him. But my thing is, bro, it's hard because of his style of play. Right. That, that's he, what, he has the ball so much. It's like, how do you convince a guy yeah. that really wants 17 shots tonight to go play with him? It, you know, I was literally just going to give him credit because, well, well, first to piggyback what else you said, uh, the LeBron comparison is perfect because LeBron brought such a specific ability to the table that wings really didn't have at mm. the time. Where you would only see point guards or really high-level shooting guards like Wade or Kobe be able to come off that screen moving towards the middle of the court and I could go that corner, I could go this corner, I could go roll man, I could go wing right mm-hmm. here. Every single pass is open. A lot of people still, point guards today still can't make some of the skip passes, not only because the velocity you have to put mm-hmm. on them to get there before the defense, but where they catch it, Braun would put it so perfectly mm-hmm. where you just coming straight up. Crazy. Luca, the same way where he comes off that screen, he can get all four. But what we've seen this year with Luca playing more out of the post is I think him like kind of compromising, saying, look, yo, listen, I know I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I need help. And if I can play out of the post, I can let someone else Ooh. Ooh. handle the ball. Well, you put him in the mid post. I'm t- 
Listen, no. I, I have somebody else bring the I can set the screen. Man. We can do all that without me having to mm-hmm. isolate out top for 40 mm-hmm. minutes. Because, man, that's your time. Mm-hmm. Put me on the block. Luca, a big guy, and run your offense that way, and that is kind of, I believe, like his compromise. But to answer, to but to answer your main question, what do they got to do? If I'm Luca, bro, I gotta see where the money going, fam. I gotta see where this money at. Okay. Because I don't got this money yet. Mm-hmm. So somebody out here getting paid, mm-hmm. and Tim Hardaway on a max, Dinwiddie on a max. Uh, what's the what's the dude from from Washington, the shooter, who doesn't do anything but shoot? The, the red guy, the red baton, he on a max. I gotta see where this money going, mm-hmm. because at least when Braun was in Cleveland the first time, all right, Braun already got his first deal. I think Lucas got his first deal, right? Yeah, he got his first deal. Yeah, his first deal. you know Braun his first deal. You know, cool. We didn't got this money out. We not a big city. We can't afford these stars. That's fine, but we're gonna get some super high value role players. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get you Williams, Booby Gibson, people who are really gonna snipe it on mm-hmm. the outside. The Mavericks is like not streaky shooters. <laughs> yeah. You know? Braun, they were like, all right, we're gonna get you some bait. We're gonna rebound. We're gonna play defense. Mm-hmm. Mavs really don't rebound. They really don't play defense. defense. No. The the, the Cavs Braun teams were so balanced in a way it was like, all right, Braun is gonna do all this. We're just gonna pay you little guys to do just this yes. much. It's the opposite. Luca's doing everything mm-hmm. and then the rest of the Mavericks are doing just this little smart part. <laughs> that's not even close to enough to win anything. Yeah, like there's not like that's my answer. I need to figure out where there's money going. Yeah. Cause, you know, even if y'all aren't able to bring me, you know, bring me a John Collins or bring me Miles Turner or whoever's out on the block. Yeah. If we got some high quality role players, mm-hmm. I can live with that. Right. But I can't be out here with trash mm-hmm. and they making max money. Cause there's nothing you can do. Nothing. And that's the position they're in now because they have money spread it everywhere. And it's not. It's not. And so, people not taking that Breton's contract. No. No. I think, I think that contract is up there this year, though. Thank God. Um, but uh, let's take a break. Uh, let's take a break, and we'll get into the NFL next, man. Yeah, man. Football is on. Um, is there anything else? Listen, Christmas time is coming up. Hanukkah is coming up. Happy holidays to everybody. I'm going to keep telling people Merry Christmas because I celebrate Christmas. <laughs> I'm not one of the happy holidays, people. I'm not happy holidays on my corporate emails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we shall return. It's an old Drake song. Galchester. This is your boy DJ Ish. We are checking in. Second half, second hour. My name is number one streaming hip hop station. Don't know if I said it. So nice. I'm going to say it twice. <laughs> this is the radio show about nothing. Yes, sir. Co hosted by my lifelong best friend. Yes, sir. We are back. Rocking it, Uh So, nice little nice little break. We will jump into our top 10 teams since uh, week, uh, we are now in week 14. We do a, we'll do that a top. That made me sad today. It did. Damn, season over. Bro, three months, bro. <laughs> it just started. But, but yeah, we are in the uh, week 14. We will do a top ten teams this year, and then we'll—I mean, this week—and then we'll do one going into the playoffs. So, this week, I will start with my ten. My ten team is the 49ers at nine. I have the Bucks at seven. I have the Ravens. I mean, at eight, I have the Ravens. <laughs> seven, I have the Vikings. Six, I have the Cowboys. Five, I have the Dolphins. Four, I have the Bills. Three, Bengals. At two, I have the Chiefs. And at number one, I have the Philadelphia Eagles at eleven and one. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I like. That. So I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do mine so we can uh, 
Just let y'all hear looking at them side by side. Yeah. I shouldn't be seeing them side by yeah. side right now. I'm going crazy on the edit. So, 10, I'm actually have the Bucks. But I like your list. I literally just need to flip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have the Bucks 10. I'm going to have the Vikings 9. I'm going to have the Ravens 8. I'm going to have the Cowboys 7. I'm going to have... And as much as I hate to do it, mm-hmm. I might have the Eagles 6. Wow. Um, Who's left? Okay, I said... Uh, who am I missing? The Dolphins, Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. There we go. Yeah. Okay, all right. All right. So, Cowboys would be mm-hmm. 5, 4, Dolphins. 3... I'm gonna still say that I'm gonna still say the Bills. Okay. Chiefs two. And Bengals at one. Bengals one. Right okay. There. Right as okay. week fourteen. I'm not those mad at are that. The, those are the best teams. I'm not mad at that. And you know we will never pick against Patrick Mahomes. We're gonna do our list for going into the playoffs. Yes. But and he will be a one then. I don't care what it is. I don't care if they lost every game too. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> going into the that's a fact. <laughs> but listen, you you didn't beat Patrick Mahomes three straight times. You never took a loss. I gotta salute you, Joe. That's what I'm saying. You earned it. I gotta salute you, bro. Gotta, gotta salute you for sure. Well, uh, I, can't, I can't hate on it. Yes. So I have the 49ers at 10 simply because they would probably be my t- uh, my five yeah. if Jimmy G had not gotten hurt. Yeah. I have to see Brock Purdy. The beauty of the San Francisco is they have the best roster in the league outside of quarterback. So if there was any team, a guy that's never played NFL football, could come in and get to the playoffs and be effective in the playoffs in, it is this team because of how easy Kyle Shanahan will make it for him, and they can run the ball 40 times. They can give Christian McCaffrey 18 to 22 carries. They yeah. can give Elijah Mitchell 15 carries, and they can give Debo 10. Yeah. And they can run the ball 40 times if they feel like it. So, And then they can hold you to 10 points. So I that's why I have them at 10. I'm just worried about their quarterback situation. I Yeah, I listen, We never, of course we never wish injury. Everybody, mm-hmm. and we love Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. It was like, dang, Jimmy G out for season. Like, oh. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously one of them situations. Like, and I love Jimmy G, and I do think Jimmy G may be a starting QB. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about, if Brock Purdy just don't have a fuck it button, mm-hmm. he may be a short-term solution. Short-term solution, mm-hmm. bro. Because even, you know, even if he's not an elite quarterback, mm-hmm. They don't run out the back of the end zone every couple of plays. No. So like, you know. Exactly. Keep us on schedule. Bro. Exactly. Like, and and do they play? What, what time do they play the bus? Uh, 425, I believe. Ooh, yeah, 425. Listen, man, that's. That's tough. That's going to be a tough one, man. That's going to be a long afternoon for Tom. Mm-hmm. Listen, last week was a lot of fun, Tom. Uh-huh. It was really, you know, turning back the clock. Beautiful drive. Great, great with job. This week not going to be that. No, it's not. No, it's not. So that leaves me into my number nine team is the Bucks. I have them at nine simply because I love Tom Brady. If they did not have Tom Brady on this football team, he would not – they would not be on this list at all. But because they have Tom Brady and also – because of the division they're in and how weak the NFC is, yeah. I have to have them in the top ten teams because some of this list is based off potential, and they have the potential to be right back in the NFC Championship just because, like we keep saying, they might get the Vikings and they might get the Giants. <laughs> and I'm not picking Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins to beat Brady. I'm just not. Worst regular season of Brady career, he's going to go Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones, <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, bro. And they're going to host a playoff game, bro. It's going to be – listen, I'm, I'm going to be so mad. My Mike Evans gonna come out and do mm-hmm. some warm. It's like, yeah, I'm feeling good today. <laughs> Go back to being Mike Evans. Yep. Like, <laughs> and um, Chris Godwin, to his credit, because Chris Godwin had put in his good dude application. Mm-hmm. He had Chris Godwin. He had. Was seeking the boy with a good dude. But well, he had a great game last week. 
but he's playing really well. Yes. And he's separating really well, too, which mm-hmm. is super important coming off yes. the knee injury like he had. Yes. So devastating. Glad to see you back. Um, at, as, uh, hey, eight, the show, Kane Drake. Yes. At, no, that's uh, uh, Dobbins. He's back. Um, oh, at Dobbins. eight, speaking of Dobbins and KD, I have the Ravens uh, with them. They are eight and four right now. As long as Lamar is healthy and back by next week, because I do think they beat the Steelers today. I think their defense is good enough to not let Kenny Pickett beat them. So I do think they'll win a 17-10 game today, 24-10 game type thing. So I expect them to be nine and four after this week. And as long as they have Lamar back by not next week, but the week after that, I think they're a threat to go to the Super Bowl as long as – with the rest of the AFC teams we have on here. I think they're great. Their defense is coming together. They've given up a lot of leads, which doesn't scare me as much later in the season. If they had been doing – like, if they had given up the leads they gave up in the last uh, – in the first six, seven weeks of the season, if they had done that the last five weeks yeah. of the season, I'd be super worried about them. But with them coming in the form, and I expect their defense to stop giving up the leads, I expect their secondary to get a little bit better – not too much, but a little bit better uh, scheme-wise. And I expect Lamar to be Lamar. If that – Everything falls into place. I definitely think they'll be a one of them teams you're not going to see. You don't want to see Lamar Bryant. You just don't because you just don't know what type of game he is. It's impossible to prepare for. It's impossible to prepare for. And the Ravens can get super downhill very quickly. So easily, bro. Even with them running the ball, every game they played in this year, including this week Mm -hmm. live, we talking. I think every game they've had a double digit lead. Mm -hmm. Oh, just about. Just about. I know it's a lot of them. Maybe not last week Lamar get hurt, but like regular game, Mm -hmm. they've all had double just leads. They've just been blowing them. Yeah. And the playoffs, you know, you you don't want to be the teams like, oh, yeah, let's come back down 17 in Baltimore. Because coming back down in week three of the regular season and in the playoff game where you know this is it is your players get a little bit timid if they're not ready for the moment. That pass is getting dropped. That wouldn't have got dropped, things of that nature. And the first six weeks of the season – Especially with a defense like Baltimore's, I'm not too like overreactive because first they're young, second they were hurt. Yes, a lot. So and they were hurt last year. Exactly. So the first four, five, six weeks, they're really getting back mm-hmm. into playing shape. Yes. Seeing what they need to see, reacting, mm-hmm. not being proactive. I got this leg. I yes. have to cut this certain mm-hmm. way. And now they have film to look at together. Yes. And see how, oh, yeah, I'm taking this person and mm-hmm. work together off the field to understand their roles, mm-hmm. which helps monumentally on yes. the field. So I think as time progresses, as we said, they're going to figure it out on the defense. And you just, there's just a team, and the AFC's littered with these guys, where you just, unless you're Kansas City, you don't know if Lamar Jackson is just going to wake up and be a better QB than yours. Yeah. No matter who, Josh Allen, <laughs> yeah, Joe Burrow, facts. You just don't know if he's just gonna wake up and just out. Facts. Him. Like, facts. <laughs> and he's just be like, well, no, GG's. Listen, you know how to be like, he put on his pants the same way today as yeah. I did. He did not no. today. <laughs> today he did something different. Yeah, <laughs> so we lace our shoes up the same way. Not today. At, <laughs> at seven, I have the Vikings. If the Vikings and Ravens played on a neutral field, I would probably pick the Ravens. But due to their ten and two record and uh, one of the top three receivers in the football, Justin yeah. Jeffersons, I have to go. I'm gonna go with them at seven. Um, I don't think they make too much noise in the playoffs just because they have Kirk Cousins at quarterback. And if you expect Kirk Cousins to win three primetime games in a row, you just are a That's lunatic. So <laughs> on to. On to six. I have the Cowboys. I could not put them in my top ten because I think the five teams I put in them will all beat them yeah, on five. a neutral field. Yeah. Uh, I mean, top five. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, so 
I have them at six, but you have e- Philly right here at six, so I'm way more interested in yes. that. So why do you have Philly at six and not at least in the top five? So every team after seven, I think, could win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Very, very soundly. Okay. That top seven is, this is championship game mm-hmm. or something's going to change. Yes. Season. Somebody's not going to be here. Right. Or somebody else needs to be here. Right. But I think of all of the teams I think could win the championship, I think it will be hardest for Philly simply because their record going in. Okay. And I wouldn't I feel this that. way if they didn't lose on Monday night the way they did. Mm-hmm. Losing early in the season and everybody in the locker room like, okay, we're not going to go undefeated, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, for a team that has that super young, hasn't had much success together, mm-hmm. and with people so much to prove, I could see how it could really boil up. And the, the pressure. Just, yeah, the pressure. And the NFC is just so unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It is. But I still think they're still a complete team. They're still a championship team. Mm-hmm. They could still – all the teams above them, they could definitely beat. But all the teams above them, I would trust more going in because I, I've seen more from So them. you would trust Dallas more than the yeah, Eagles? only because of Michael Parsons. Okay. Because I think Michael Parsons presents a matchup problem for so many different teams that Philly just does not have mm-hmm. per se. Okay. Because if you do not have a sound office line, like a seriously sound office line at every single position – you might lose to Dallas just off that. Yeah, that's very true. Like, just off one. And teams have. <laughs> like, and even if you do have a sound offensive line, take one rolled ankle foul. Yeah. It take a it, it take a right tackle missing two series. Mm-hmm. And that game is over. Exactly. Yeah, so, I um I still have <clears throat> Philly at one. I, I'll jump into that when we get there. But as far as Dallas at five, I am one of the guys that's just not going to trust the Cowboys until they do it. Oh, yeah. And that's why I feel like the Eagles and the Cowboys, I think that would be, first off, I hope we get an Eagle-Cowboy game because yeah. in the playoffs because, wow, oh, yeah. that would be amazing. But I cannot trust, I don't trust Dak more oh, yeah, than no, I trust no, Jalen. Yeah. Oh, and no, that's I where it separates don't. from me. Okay. I, I figured you, I figured yeah. you to trust me. I, yeah. I know you are. <laughs> but Listen, Cooper Rush can come in and i probably keep them. Right yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 They'd go down, but they still <laughs> Yeah. So, I um. I just don't trust Dak more than I trust Jalen in that situation. But the Micah Parsons, along with the front seven, I completely understand why you have them as high as you do just because they're – it's kind of unpredictable, bro. Yeah. Like, they can really just ruin a, your whole offense for a half and that just be it. Right. So, exactly. And they, they have that – as a Patriots fan, I have, like, a, a spidey sense mm-hmm. where <laughs> a defensive front seven could just ruin your playoffs. Yeah. And I've seen it twice against mm-hmm. the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah. And there's 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 no answer for it in football. No. We we watch Patrick Mahomes lose, get blown out of the Super Bowl. Just because there was nothing you could do. There's literally nothing you can do, fam. If they're not going to block that guy, mm-hmm. the play is over. It's over. And in the playoffs, especially in the NFC where we know where we feel like all the games are going to be close, there's no one team super ahead of each other. Fam, Michael Parsons ruined three plays. That might send you home for a if yeah. they get three well-timed plays, that might send you to the crib. Yeah, bro. Seriously. A third down, two third downs, oh. and a second and eight that turns right. into a second and 20. Like, right. that ruined the game, bro. So, right. especially if you are the – if you are Daniel Jones or you are Kirk Cousins and you yeah. get rattled easily and you got blown before you out – blown up before you three out. Yes, so Vikings, my bad. So, yeah, yeah I am – I I do like the Cowboys this year. I just I, – they got to they got to. And especially in the playoffs because the playoffs, the margin for error is so small. Mm-hmm. And when what you see in the NFC is so many super penalized teams where if you got a bad offensive line, Michael Parsons have zero sacks. 
He dropped four holdings. He's won the game by himself. Yeah. Because <laughs> all four of those Facts. series go from second and five to second and 20. Mm-hmm. First and 10, first and 20. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I do. I I feel like we have to. We do have to talk about this for a quick. Give me a minute on it. Um, Michael Parsons, Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year. Who's better? Who do you like more? Why? I give. I, I definitely. I think Micah's Defensive Player of the Year, and I do personally think he's better than Bosa. I don't think he's a super large gap. No. But I think because Micah can for real like play linebacker. Play linebacker. Like 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 he can, like okay I can be the best DN in the league, mm. but. Oh snap! We're playing the Bucks and Leonard Fournette's gonna take twenty catches. Mm-hmm. Oh snap! We finally playing the Giants again. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go take Saquon today. Yes. <laughs> Nothing out the backfield for him. Yeah. Like you just can't do that. It's just a versatility in the player yeah. is amazing. But Nick Bosa is no slouch. And as far as pass rushing, he's pro- he's a better pass rusher, just straight pass yeah. rusher oh, than yeah. him. But the versatility that yeah. Michael Parsons brings, along with the speed he plays with, yeah. sideline to sideline, amazing. So um, and so, like, yeah, and just like this weird. It might because he was a, a nasty guy at Penn State, but he just. Had this intimidation. Mm-hmm. He just he just look like people don't want to touch him. I don't yeah. know if he's moving so fast, but he just yeah, bro. Uh, like that's he animal, bro. He really yeah, animal out there, yeah, bro. Yeah, uh, so at five, I have the Dolphins. I don't have to explain too much. I trust Tua. Tua has shown me enough. I don't care about the bad game. Every quarterback has a bad game throughout the year. Um, he threw two interceptions and had two hundred and some yards and two touchdowns. So it's okay. Um, so I do think just because of the threat of Tyreek Hill, the speed of Jalen yeah. Waddle, that speed, I just don't know how you're going to guard them. So. I don't ever see them getting blown out because they score the ball so easily. And Mike McDaniel trusts that offense so much. And when you have a locker room and you have a locker room that believes in you, you have a culture. You came in, changed the culture immediately. You came in and took them from, oh, maybe we'll squeak into a seventh seed to, all right, let's go try to get this one seed this year. We went from, all right, let's try to win a playoff game to, nah, let's go try to win the Super Bowl. You change that. You give them that motivation. And you have your superstar uh, receiver who's been in that situation with the best quarterback in football these last few years, ready to go understands the moment mm-hmm. um, and he's a t- perfect type of guy in this situation especially with a quarterback like Tua because he's going to put so much belief into it like yo I've been here yeah. like it's cool and nothing yeah. changes just mm-hmm. just play your game stay here be who we have been these last 17 weeks and we're going to keep we're going to keep pushing yeah. so I I have them in five um, I don't think it's too much and then the Bills the Bills I'm scared of because the Bills are like man they can win by 50 but they can also get beat by 21 just off for sure yeah Undisciplined, um, just off of sheer. Their secondary vibes. is falling apart. Vibes, like just playing off vibes. Like Josh Allen could just throw a sixty-yard yeah. pass to nobody. <laughs> All right, he'll throw a he'll throw a ten-yard dig to Stephon that's seven feet over his head and be a pick. It's just it's scary. They're scaring me, mm-hmm. but they're so talented. Yeah, the Bills are like, man, they might beat you by forty today, <laughs> but if they don't. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they beat the Eagles, and I don't really think they beat the Bengals. They don't. No, they don't. They don't beat the Eagles, and they definitely don't beat the 49ers. And I think the Ravens is a stretch. (laughs) And the Ravens with Roquan is a very bad matchup for them. Man, teams that and the the Bucks still there though. (laughs) The Bucks, (laughs) but teams that are not worried about Josh Allen escaping the pocket will present them problems. Yes, because if Josh Allen breaks that pocket. What's that? What's the boy name from Georgia on the Eagles? Uh, the running, the, the middle linebacker. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Listen, you break that pocket. 
Kobe Dean gonna meet you there. Mm-hmm. Devin White gonna meet you there. Mm-hmm. Oquan Smith gonna meet you there. Gonna meet you there. All these elite teams. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes gonna get the ball back. <laughs> Fred Warner. <laughs> Fred Warner meeting you there, bro. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to play mistake-free football in the playoffs. Yeah. And that's always the biggest hurdle with Josh Allen playing with somebody who's playing off vibes. Mm-hmm. Who I yeah I could throw this one hand foot to Stephon Diggs. He might mm-hmm. catch one hand. But listen, mm-hmm. I may also miss yes. and I hit that safety standing yes. behind him. Yes. And you never just you never know what Josh Allen yeah. gonna do. For better uh-huh. or for worse. Uh so three, uh Bengals, Chiefs, and Eagles are my top three teams. I don't care about the order, I just think those are the three best teams in football right now. But you have the Bengals in one I would like for you to explain why, because I don't uh, disagree with that really. Yeah, all. I got the I got the Bengals one because I but listen, I don't believe I'm not a big regular season guy. Mm-hmm. But I do believe in watching what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, no, and like we said, like the Celtics and the Warriors, certain teams just bad matchups. They got your number. Whatever the case is. Whatever they know about, about Mahomes. Kansas listen, City. Whatever they know about Mahomes could change sports. I don't know what <laughs> they know, but they got to know something. Because the things they do never work. Mm-mm. Other people tried them, no success. Four hundred yards. Cardinals tried it, didn't work. They do it so well. Yeah. And they just match up so perfect. And we don't even know what it is. They just do it. <laughs> we don't even know what it is. Mahomes like rushing, man. They're rushing three and somehow getting home Burn. against a great offensive line. Against a really good offensive line, it, bro. It's, I, I don't know what the and, and, and Joe they, is just as cool as can be, bro. And, and I believe in Joe Burrow. I, I really believe do. in Joe Burrow, bro. I would argue Joe Burrow might be the second best quarterback in football. Like I would yeah, make that okay. argument simply because of the confidence he plays with. I know I can believe in you, bro. Yeah. Like it's like even with Josh Allen, like yeah, I can believe in you, but you might get rattled and right. make the wrong decision, yeah, throw yeah. a pass up behind your head. You yeah. might do something Going crazy. Tight fifteen yards behind me. Like, Lamar, your team just not adequate enough for right. me to put you right here. I do think you talented enough to be the best, of course. But with Joe, it's just like, all right, I got the best receiver in core in football, yeah. arguably the best, not arguably, the best young receiver in football and arguably a top four, top three receiver. And my number two receiver got an argument for the best number two receiver in football in yeah. T. Higgins. And on top of all of that, <laughs> they did the one thing I needed them to do, which was build an offensive line that give me a little bit more time. Yep. And now he's just sitting back there. He making the right throw. He don't turn the ball over. Exactly. And it's it can be 14 to 14, 14-0. I don't care. Yeah. 21-3, I don't care. They always got that belief. And that's kind of what I was saying with the Dolphins. It's just that culture has changed so much since yeah. Mike McDaniel got there. And that culture has changed a lot since Joe Burrow really stepped in and played his first full season. I just think that confidence that he brings every day is really, really um, invaluable. Something you just can't put a price tag on, bro. So I think the Bengals, I have them at three just because yeah. Chiefs at two. <laughs> Chiefs at two is sh- – Strictly off the strength of Patrick Mahomes. Strictly off the strictly off the strength of Patrick Mahomes. And I think if they saw them one more time in the AFC Championship games, this would be the time they. You're not beating them four times in a row. You're not yes. beating them. You're not. I can't. I can't. I cannot predict that. Now y'all y'all get beat by the Bills finally or something. I can see the Bengals getting right back to the Super Bowl. But I cannot see them beating the Chiefs. Uh, and they win the trap on the but I mean, naturally, we can't just say that. Yeah. But exactly. The reason, and, and to piggyback what you, what you excellent said play on the Joe, defense, by the way. Great play. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm old school in a way where I need to trust my quarterback's decisions as well. Yeah. I yes, you can make the play, 
But knowing what play to make is like 75% of the problem. And Joe, and I feel like Joe Burrow always, whatever decision he makes, I can live with. Yeah. And he doesn't always say, oh, it's cover three cloud with mm-hmm. his safety. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it right where they know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll say, all right, this is what you're playing. I just don't like how close he is to Jamar. <laughs> yeah, bro, He's really short yes. to be guarding T. Higgins. Yes, bro. And he'll put the ball in positions where his receivers will make plays mm-hmm. for him. And it poses a lot of matchups because you're not going to play man against him. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you're dead. And you can't really stack them. You can't really stack the box because they'll just throw it. Mm-hmm. You can't try to back up and go three down line because you still got Joe Mixon. Yeah. They pose a lot of problems because they there's so many different ways they can match up mm-hmm. with people and really move the ball downfield. Hayden Hurst was a super quiet, under the radar, sneaky pickup. Mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst can who? Yes, I know can. he was a Falcon last year. I know it's easy <laughs> to get swept under that radar. But, but before Hayden Hurst went to the Falcons, he was going crazy on the Ravens. Yeah, he was, bro. Um, and I, I think they're really good, but they, their defense – you know, we'll talk about moving into the playoffs later, but their defense does conserve a defense because it's just a bunch of guys. It is. So you really, they're, they're all B minus B plus guys. Exactly. You can live with that. And, and they're so fundamentally sound, mm-hmm. but you just never go. You just like the Bengals defense is so fundamentally sound, but at the same time, you just don't know if Tyreek is going to go for two forty. Just don't know. Even if you're in the right spot. Because mm-hmm. that's what the playoffs is sometimes. Yes. You're in the right spot. We've been watching film on y'all for seven straight days. We know you throw it here. I'll just throw it. You know? Oh, let's, yeah. let's see if you can jump with him. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think they do have that. They're, they're success, susceptible to that. Yes. I Last part, uh, second, toner, second touchdown on the day by Tony Pollard. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, I will say. Eagles in one for me at 11 and one best record in football. I have them in one simply because uh, what you said, I will say, piggyback off what it said, every team in the top eight right now, I think, can win a Super Bowl. Yeah. The Bucks, I think, can get to the Super Bowl. I don't think there'll be any team that comes out to AFC and but they have Tom Brady, so who knows? But <laughs> and then ten, I gotta see three weeks of incredible football from Brock Purdy to, for me to believe that they'll have a chance. But they do get Jimmy G back, who's also gotten to the Super Bowl. So just about every team in the just about every team in the top ten, I can see finding ways to only throw an HB toss pass. <laughs> I, I, my whole office would be rolling <laughs> for just, real, just bro. <laughs> so I have the Eagles in one, bro, just because I think they're the most complete team in right. football. When I look at them, I don't look at a personnel group that I think is weak. I don't. I think they have arguably the best one and two combo. As far as corners, you can argue Sauce and his uh, running mate. I'm slipping on his name right now, but you can argue Sauce. The, the Jets. You can argue the Jets. Yeah. Have a better uh, running mate. Uh, have a better duo at corner. But I definitely think they have the best with Bradbury and Slay. Yeah. They have the best duo in corner. They have two excellent safeties. Their front seven is one of the best four, best three or four in football. Yeah. And on top of that, they have a quarterback who this year, I. This year, I don't know how much I – going into the year, I didn't know how much I could trust him. Yeah. I said, we believe in you. We want you to be great because, you know, up here, black quarterbacks is it. We want you, all of them to succeed. So we came into the season like, I hope he is ready for this type of, like, pressure he's yeah. going to be under because this is the year you really got to prove it, especially as a black quarterback. You know that least is short. And what we always said every time we ended it was, but we know he's going to put in the work. 
Mm-hmm. And he did. And you can see it. He's the MVP candidate. I think if Patrick Mahomes loses another game and they went out and only have one loss, he'll probably win the MVP. Yeah. Um, he is up 14-0 to right now on the Giants. So beating your rival uh, twice in one year is just – Boy, it was out for the Giants quick. Is, boy, it did. Um, not, but that, this will be the first time people – I think they play him again in a few weeks. But they they have been great. They're run, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They can just beat you in every way you need yeah. a football game. They can win a game 10-3. They can win a game 31-28. They can win the game uh, in the middle scoring, 17-14. They can just win it anyway, and I trust Jalen in the big moments. If I need a game-winning drive, I really do trust Jalen. And what they also pose, kind of like how we talked about, as far as prepare for Baltimore, uh, shout out Nick Sirianna, shout out to coaching staff. They do pose that same threat where, yeah, we have these targets, and we can come out and play West Coast, make these throws, right. you know, do the RPO stuff. But, like, let's say you do have a Michael Parsons, we can present an option for him that he's never seen. He's never started a play where they swung a guy around and nobody blocks me. Yes. And we're going to run a read option, figure out how long is you, it's going to take for you to help mm-hmm. him. Because he's not going to figure it out on his own. Mm-hmm. And they can present those options for people. And in the NFC where, you know. You don't know really. Mike McCarthy. Mm-hmm. You know. That was another. Uh, I'm thank you. I'm glad you said that. You know, it's not a lot of A-plus mm-hmm. coaches in the NFC. Yes. So, you know, they present a lot of different problems for teams. Yes. Like, a lot of teams are scared to even get them in the short yards because he's going to run up and sneak it. Like, Bruh. And you're not going to stop that. Uh, shout out to Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. I love their podcast. Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched a full episode, but their clips are phenomenal. Yeah, um, shout out to <laughs> so, lastly, which was the point in the Cowboys not being in the top five. And I'm glad you said that. It was Mike McDaniel. I mean, Mike McCarthy. Yep. I, I don't trust him either. Yep. It's just I trust all five coaches that I put in that top five more than I trust him. That's schematically, uh, just in-game situations, mm-hmm. as far as watching film and coming in prepare. I just trust all of those coaches yeah. more. And Mike McDaniels don't even got the experience for me to really trust yeah. him. But he was behind. Who was he behind? Oh, Shanahan. Yeah, Shanahan. So, he followed Shanahan from Washington to Atlanta. Oh, he was in Atlanta. Yep, nice. He's yeah. all yeah. He's always been oh, yeah. Kyle yeah. Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I don't think I talked too much about the the Dolphins. I think I had five mm-hmm. on my list. Um, but echoed everything he said. Tua is super amazing. I think he reads the field a lot better than people think. I think he delivers the ball a it's lot better. Insanely accurate. Everyone says this, and I don't think until I, and we're gonna post it later because I do have the video. Mm-hmm. Until you watch Tua throw with his right hand. You don't really see how good he is because mm-hmm. he is amazing at reading the field, throwing the ball to places where receivers can run after the catch. Um, and I think their defense is playing better. And losing to the 49ers, missing your tackles is nothing to be ashamed yes. of. It's not. And Torrell's like, oh, we, we told you he stinks. <laughs> to us bad. No Jalen Waddle. He stinks. He had a bad game against the best defense. Hey, if it's the best defense in the league, you're missing Jalen Waddle on the tackle. Yeah. You know, I I can't be too mad at you. (laughs) And by his – what he said when he said you got to see him throw with his right hand, there was a video of him throwing right-handed. Yeah. Not that he thinks he's right-handed. No, no, no. He said, no, no, it's not like, it's not like Ben Simmons. Like, yeah. you know, one day he's going to come back yeah. and drop back and throw it right-handed. But, like, uh, like they edited it in a weird mm-hmm. way. I don't know how photographers and editors do it. Yeah. Where they, they just flip the whole yeah, image or whatever. But um, Way more talented than me. Yeah, sure. so last question. Uh, before I go, is who is your dream Super Bowl matchup this year? Like, if you got to pick playoffs, everything, who would your matchup be? Twenty-one zero Eagles, by the way. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'm losing the fantasy today for sure. But <laughs> I'm playing AJ, AJ uh, Brown too. And to- yeah, you're having a bad day. And Tony Pollard. Yeah, I'm cooked. Um, <laughs> dream Super Bowl matchup. Mahomes gonna be there. Off, y'all. 
<laughs> that <laughs> was the AFC. <laughs> NFC is tough, man. Cause I'd love to see the Eagles defense versus the Chiefs. Me too, bro. I'd love to see Tom and Mahomes duke it out for a third time, just selfishly. One more time. Yeah, yeah, cause they're tied right now. They're mm-hmm. two and two. It would be crazy. It um, would really be crazy. Uh, I'm gonna say the 49ers. I'm gonna say the 49ers. Cause then that's kind of a rivalry. Mm-hmm. We didn't met in two bowls. We met in two bowls. Yeah. We should. We 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 feel like we should have beat you the first time. Mm-hmm. Jimmy G missed that post. Mm-hmm. You know, I love to see them come back. Cause because the, the Chiefs hit a seventy yard corner post post with Tyreek Hill <laughs> to come back to the game. So now you can't do that. No can't more. do that no more. Skip Bayless was yeah. never. I've never seen Skip Bayless be more mad at a play. <laughs> it, was like, it was just a lucky throw. <laughs> Yo, he ran a corner post. <laughs> Out. <laughs> I would have been mad too because it's a crazy throw. <laughs> bro, he just threw a yeah. threw that thing under there, pressure. Like, under pressure. Oh my god. Yeah. Boy, so that, that would be my dream matchup. I, I'd say 49ers. I'd love to see uh, and healthy too. Mm. I want to see Christian McCaffrey play in the playoffs, playing mm. the Super Bowl. Yeah. George Kittle get back to the bowl. Mm-hmm. Man, all Debo have a great game. Yeah. Because yeah. Debo, because the bowl was like. Debo kind of coming out party yes, for real. Yes, it was. Because people didn't really – because people started really, – people at the beginning, I'm like, damn, who is this wide receiver mm-hmm. running the ball? I don't know. He really do that. Yeah. Like, he, like I remember, I think he, they ran a double reverse string. He was supposed to pass. It was like, mm-hmm. nah. Yeah. Just took a, yeah, he liked that. He is like that. Uh, my, I think my matchup would probably be the Eagles, but Eagles and Chiefs. I would, mm-hmm. like you said, that defense and yeah. Jalen Hurts and Mahomes, because I really think – I'm a big Jalen Hurts fan because a lot of people was doubting him. So I think if he won the bowl, then it would put him in a position of like, oh, okay, is he a top five quarterback? Yeah. And like, where is he going down in Philly history? Like, he won the bowl, like, yeah. man. And then that's a kind of a, a a Philadelphia. Like he embedded in Philadelphia history yeah. ever. He a legend in Philadelphia history, yeah. but. Now the question is, they got a young team. How many can they win? So yeah. that would be fun for me with the Eagles. And I just want to see Patrick Mahomes as much as I can. Yeah, it doesn't matter what. Um, you can be dream, dream a week four game. Exactly. Mahomes <laughs> just, will be playing. Just <laughs> a, <laughs> a dream week four game with Mahomes <laughs> and somebody. But just because you said the Chiefs, if I could pick somebody else, it would be the Bengals. I would mm. love to see that secondary yeah. with them receivers. That would be crazy. Oh, Jamar and Slay? Yeah. Yes, Jamar and Slay. And then Bradbury and Higgins. And then... Hurts and Burrow, and of course, Mahomes is the easy option. I don't want. I don't want to see the easy way out. I'm gonna say the Dolphins. That would be a good one. That's a good one. Too. I'm gonna say the Dolphins. Yeah, that would yeah. be a good one. The Two Dolphins Forty Nine ers rematch would be crazy. Two redemption arc, yeah. Mm-hmm. Two yeah, redemption right. arc. Uh-huh. You know, the, the student meeting the master. Yeah. Both of these teams hated their QBs uh-huh. a year ago. Now we're in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, that'd be a great uh, Super Bowl. All right, yeah. so take a break, and then we'll jump into uh, a few quick NFL things and get out of here. Uh, Calendar being adults, uh, our second to last show for this evening. Yeah, second to last show, man. Um, yeah. next week is Christmas, and the week after that is New Year's. So, not next week, but you know what I'm saying. But two weeks from now is Christmas, the week after that is New Year's. So, next week, uh, will be our last show and year end wrap up with the music and everything. Uh, probably go over our favorite sports moment from this year, but y'all know mine, so that's not nah, that's, that's not my right. <laughs> But <laughs> real quick, um, on the NFL ball, before we do that, um, I do want to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to SZA. Um, and Metro. Metro for sold sure. 184, went number one. Yeah, shout um, out SZA, because SZA fine, too. And then SZA for that, for the fact that she is one of the most beautiful women um, on earth. And 
Also, her album is amazing. Everybody that I know, shout out Charlene in the spot. Uh, Charlene loves this more than I like anybody else I know. Um, so, and she loves the album. Grace is very fond of the album. Everybody I've seen talk about the album has loved it. Yeah. I love the album personally, but I'm not the demographic, so yeah. I don't want to speak on it too much. Yeah. yeah, it's not for me. But the music itself on the album is incredible. She has not lost a step. Phenomenal writing, phenomenal production. Her voice sound, her voice sounds amazing. Whoever engineered this album did an incredible job so i just wanted to give a, a huge shout out to her especially because she's about to sell 300 yeah she's about to sell 300 which would be one of the biggest opening uh first weeks in a, in a right. while actually yeah. like this year honestly late so shout out to her too. yeah late in the year i'll sell drake yeah. man shout out to you bro for real so uh this is really fine too yeah she really fine um <laughs> <laughs> she really fine, and the album is incredible. Go get it um, in stores. I hope she doesn't wait for another five years to drop again. Um, yeah, also, shout out to Absol. He's been going through a lot personally, um, so I want. I do want to. I do want to give his album a listen to. Um, he had did an interview with Joe Budden uh, last week and played the intro. And oh my goodness, <laughs> it sounded amazing. <clears throat> Control system is in like my little personal duffel five mm. favorite albums mm -hmm. so i always try to give give soulless and soulless soul music can get you know kind of mm. kind of out of bounds yeah. you know but you know it comes with the territory yeah but i'm definitely excited to give it a listen no i'm definitely uh, gonna give it a listen i'm just happy niggas from tv dropping yes like, i am two weeks in a row who would have thought <laughs> who would have thought right? and kendrick is no longer with tv so i will say Sister said that ain't no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Sister said that yeah, ain't no trip. problem. I got you. Don't trip, yeah. man. So shout out to her for real. But uh, real quick, these NFL games today, let's go down the list. Uh, some of them are kind of over with the Eagles and Giants 21-0 before halftime. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to pick the Eagles anyway. Bengals, do you think Deshaun Watson wins his second game in a row? Or do you think the Bengals win that? No, nah, this, this is this is a case he's not going to beat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got the Vikings. We got the Vikings. The Lions is 7 up. In the second quarter, I told me it was a trap game. The Lions are sneaky good. They're sneaky good. They're one of them teams that's just like, Speaking we can't count them as a win no more. Yeah. Um, and did he score another one? Is that him again? No, that's not no I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, so, Jamison Williamson, first game, oh, second game back. Uh, second, <laughs> they got some weapons in yeah, Detroit. Second game back. Uh, and second game back, they are... Uh, Jamison Williams has scored his first touchdown in his second game back. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. <laughs> and... Real quick, as we are speaking about the Lions, you posed your question the other day, and I do want you to know I saw it, and I agree with you. There is no difference between Jerry Goff and Derek Carr. Um, listen, Nick Carr, listen. There's no I, difference. I, I, I would argue. Jerry Goff better. I, yes. Bro, yes. listen, listen. <laughs> That's where I was Yo, they be calling me. I be crazy. I be crazy. Jerry Goff went to a bowl. Yeah. And, and, and I always say this. That bowl a lot different than Cooper Cup play. Mm-hmm. That bowl could go all uh, that. That bowl is one superstar on the Rams side to them maybe losing that game because it was a very low scoring game. Mm -hmm. And Jared Goff played good, and for all the, the Todd Gurley people, his leg fell apart halfway through that playoff. Run. Yes. So that was Jared Goff, yes. and that was that defense. And if they had Todd Gurley really to stretch the field because he oh, was yeah. out, out of the back and everything, right. man, and Todd Gurley ain't played, ain't been the same ever. Man. They they missed two at the time because of course he got hurt, so we don't know where his career would have ended up. But at the time, if we look back, they were missing legit two Hall of Famers from yes. two different positions. They're yes. missing a potential Hall of Fame running back in Todd Gurley and Cooper Cup. Yes. Like, so no, who 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 knows what would have happened? But yeah. uh, so 
Ravens are up 10-7 on the Eagles. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ravens are up 10-7 <laughs> on the Steelers in the two minutes left to go in the second quarter. Who do you have winning uh, winning that game? I think the Ravens are going to pull it out. I think the Steelers are just so bad. They are. They're just so bad. They turn the all over. <laughs> Great head coach. Nice guy. <laughs> they shouldn't have won as many games as they have this year. So. Exactly. <laughs> Got to give it to them. Hey, listen. You know, hey, Mike not going to get them all, but uh, <laughs> Mike going to get enough to be 500. But I think, I think right. they lose this one. Um, and Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs, I don't want to say it. <laughs> the Chiefs are playing somebody somehow, today. <laughs> somehow, you know, this is my fault. This is my fault. This is my fault. All right. America. <laughs> I forgot they were playing the Broncos. That's how good the Chiefs are. I didn't even think about who they were playing this week. Uh, so, yeah, the Chiefs and Broncos are playing. How many points do the Broncos score this week is my only question. <laughs> three. Okay. I think, they, I think they score three, and I think the Chiefs have 28. By midway through the second. Okay. I am I've been going. waiting for this. I've been waiting for this game for so long. <laughs> I don't know who set the schedule in the NFL for them to play the Broncos twice in the second half of the schedule. I was, that was evil. Oh, boy, well, they didn't know at the time that this was going to happen. Boy, Russ, you got a storm coming in there. Boy, you got a coming storm off a coming in. Coming off a loss to the Ravens with no Lamar. You scored nine points. No, you needed no, no, no. to score 12 points to win the game. No, no. The Chiefs coming off a loss? Oh, the Chiefs came off a loss. Oh, my Holmes? God. I didn't even think about Mahomes that. Mahomes coming off losing. I throw. forgot Mahomes could lose. So I just wasn't <laughs> assuming you Trav just, Trav fumble. He mad. He oh. think it's on him. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going, seriously, I am going, I'm going 38, 38-10 uh, uh, Chiefs. Yeah, I, would, I would go 40, 41-30. <laughs> okay. 41-30. But... <laughs> 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 The 425 game, game of the week. I really do. I am excited for this because this could go either way. Uh, 49ers, San Francisco, San Francisco at home. Give me San Francisco. I, I if you're a betting guy, I'll take San Francisco for plus the points. Okay. I think this is just a bad matchup for, well, it's a bad matchup for the Bucks in general because that's the best defense in the league and mm-hmm. the Bucks have struggled to score. But also with their offensive line not being 100%, mm-hmm. this is one of those games where you talk about Michael Parsons could just wake up and just ruin the game. Nick Bosa getting this game at halftime. Yep. Because <laughs> the Bucks are one of the few teams in the league where that quarterback's not moving. Nope. There's no design rollouts. Nope. You know, something QB option to keep him in. Nope. No. Dick Bosa, you see him before every play. He's going to go get in the track stars <laughs> and rush the passer every yeah. single time. And he's not going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I am going to go. I am going oh, to go. I'm sorry. And the Bucks have had problems with tackling. I feel like that, that would be important against. Debo, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey Debo, yeah. and George Kittle. Yeah. <laughs> Very important. So, I am going to go a low-scoring game. Mm-hmm. I am going to go San Francisco 17-14. Okay. I lied. 2017. Yeah, I go 2017. I think Purdy plays. I think Purdy has as good of a game as you could expect a first-year guy that was the last pick of the draft. Okay. I think it's yeah. a simple um, – I could go – I'll go 15 to of, 15 of 26. Yeah. 175 okay. and maybe like a little screen touchdown that Debo took 30 yards right. or something like that. Yeah. I think Christian has one of his best game as a 49ers today, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did lose this game because the Bucks <laughs> were just. <laughs> I, just I was about to say I wouldn't be surprised if the <laughs> if the Bucks win this game 
simply because they put eight in the box and yeah. say throw this, throw the ball thirty times. Mm-hmm. You got to have to prove it. To yeah. them. That is how I think the recipe for them to win. If the Bucks win this game, won't be surprised. And I'm glad you brought up this game, and it is the game of the week, and it's the game of the season for the Bucks. Oh, it is. Because y'all got to stop the run. It the is. rest of the season, y'all, even if y'all gonna be trash, mm-hmm. y'all have to have something to hang your hat on. Yes. And you can't keep losing games because you no. really might mess around, miss the playoffs. Yes. And let Atlanta sneak in there. Yes. But you're not going to face another team that's going to test your run defense like no. this. So, in a way, you can go in the locker room and be like, yo, they're not expecting us to win. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's really put this hard hat on. And if you can go out there and limit Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. limit Elijah Mitchell, mm-hmm. you can go home after this game and be like, fam, we can do that to them. We can do that to anybody. 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 So, so, yeah, I 100% agree with you. I am um, – the Bucks are just scary, man. They're scary. Like it's really scary because they're gonna get in the playoffs. The NFC South is not. The Falcons not doing nothing. The Falcons got Desmond or quarterbacks for now, so they've given up on the season. So, I am. I'm excited for this game. This is a really good game. But Sunday night game, phenomenal Sunday night game. Definitely the best game of the day. Dolphins Chargers. Yeah, that's a good one. Because like Justin that. Herbert is really – Justin Herbert and Brandon Staley are fighting for their lives right yeah. now. Justin Herbert is trying not to get in that are you really that good conversation. Yeah. And Brandon Staley trying to keep his job. I can't wait to hate on Herbert. So, <laughs> so man, because that – I am so tired of them acting like, oh, he doesn't have any help and they've been hurt. Shut the – Listen, shut I, up. I am super patient <laughs> when it comes to – I'm a super patient when it comes to that, really. I Me too. Here. That's what I'm I saying. too, fam. Shut up. It's bro. been like four years. It's been like three, four years. You don't have – Keenan Allen's and Mike Williams, and you had the tight end Everett. Josh Palmer. Uh, you don't have Austin Eckler, one of the best running backs in football. Yeah. Shut up, Josh Palmer. Yes, shut up. And you got uh, Khalil Mack on defense. Yeah. So shut up, bro. <laughs> at some point, at some point, you need to start winning, bro. Bro, and and maybe we'll forget about all this. They'll lose, miss the playoffs this year, and Sean Payton come in next year, or yeah. another offensive-minded coach come in, and you'll be like, oh, maybe it was a coach. Mm-hmm. And we'll live with that. But for right now, bro, you got to make something happen. Yeah. But who are you going in this game, Dolphins or Bengals? Uh, I mean, Dolphins or Chargers coming off the loss? I, I'm going to definitely go with Dolphins because I need Jalen Waddle to score a lot of touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think the Chargers will be the matchup on the back end with the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Like, i seen Christian Watson drop. Right. They're number one quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they have the guys on the back end yeah. to stop what Miami's going to do, especially with the way they move personnel to take advantage of the, the trash people on mm-hmm. the team. I could definitely see that. And I don't, I don't trust the Chargers' offense. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I am going Dolphins as well. I think it's a high-scoring game, though. I'm going to go Dolphins 31-24. Uh, no, I'm not. 31-27. Yeah, I think that's about okay, a little bit more realistic. 31-27. I think they both the quarterbacks have a good game, but I do think the Dolphins have a better team, and that proves um, that proves tonight. And I think Tyreek Hill has a field in it. I think this is one of the games. It, it, it could get so bad with Tyreek tonight that I could be like, oh, he might be the MVP for real. Like, that's how I, the coverage about him could be tomorrow. Tyreek's, so a, Tyreek's a scary dude Just to play on Sunday night. He's a scary dude to play on Sunday night. Yes, coming bro. off a loss. Coming off a loss, bro. Our, our secondary is not healthy. Man, it's just, it could get ugly, bro. Even when our secondary is healthy, we're not the fastest guys. <laughs> Man, and I love Darren James. Darren James ain't, ain't Joe, Joey Bosa's not here, so we're not getting that same pass rush. And they, we can double Khalil Mack all game. Our other three pass rushers ain't really all that. <laughs> like, damn, I'm a cover this nigga whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yo, for four seconds, get some of the So, last game we'll talk about Patriots Cardinals. Um, your team against the Cardinals, I think the Patriots win this game in an ugly game. I do think it's a 14-10 game, 14-17 game, but I do think the Patriots win just because I don't think Kyler Murray is that good, and yeah. I think something is wrong in Arizona that nobody's talking about. Oh, so 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 what's going on in Arizona is uh, an expansion 
of good dude. <laughs> it's our first movement into the professional ranks. Because every single member of the Cardinals, except Buda Baker, is and uh, DeAndre. I'm not putting DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, yeah, and Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, is an extremely good dude. <laughs> They're all great people. Because <laughs> Kingsbury, oh, yeah, this is your last season in the NFL. Listen, you better get all the merch and all the stuff that you want now because you'll be buying it a couple you months. You will be done. You're going to have fun in college, though. You him. You him in college. Listen, You're going to have a great time. <laughs> Wait till someone explains to him what NIL means. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be so excited to leave. What's he doing? Like, really? I can pay them? Like, okay. <laughs> uh, and Kyler, man, Kyler, I, uh, listen, shout out T. You need to sit your boy down. Because mm-hmm. uh, we talked about Justin Herbert, Kyler creeping up into that. What are you doing, Territory? What are you doing? You were the first pick in the draft. Listen, you were the first pick in the draft after we just picked a quarterback the year before. Mm-hmm. Gave you your bread. DeAndre Hopkins outside. Mm-hmm. Marquise Brown. Mm-hmm. You, know, James, you know, James Conner's not bad. Mm-hmm. What are we doing, bro? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, he, and I, you know, even with Herbert, I could say, you know what, Herbert? You got Mahomes in your division. I cut you that. Mm-hmm. Cut you that. Slide. And you throw a beautiful ball. You throw a beautiful <laughs> ball. You know your teams are always hurt. Cool. Cardinals division trash right now. Trash. And you're a part of that trash. And you're the worst. And you're the worst team. Like, you're the worst team in it, bro. That's pitiful, bro. And that they are. They are. They are the first breaking ground of good dudes. Yeah. Professional. <laughs> I. Uh, I. Uh, yeah. I got the Patriots, man. I just. I don't know, bro. I really just think. If you want me to be 100 percent honest before we get out of here. I think Kyler's attitude is the issue. Yeah. I really do think the things – people don't just come out and say that stuff about you and it not all be true. And some of it not be true. It's just been – it's come to too, from too many different sources. And, and, and we don't do the show every day, so a lot of, like, the gossipy stuff mm-hmm. we'll miss. Yeah. But, fam, why does Patrick Peterson hate you? Patrick is one of the nicest guys ever. That came out of nowhere, too. They, they don't play them the rest of the season. Bruh, like – was your teammate everything? Like, why is he saying that? Like, and, that has to have some truth to it. And you ain't been in the league long enough to have this many enemies. Thank you, Later bro. in your career, you know, people want to take shots later in your career. Like, you know, Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Rodgers been playing so long. A lot of stuff they say you got to take with a grain of salt. Yeah, You played 25 years. I'm going to argue with some people, you mm-hmm. know. Cool. Kyler, you just got here. And everybody hates you. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, it's an issue, everybody bro. Everybody else, bro. It's, it's a real issue. And they gave him that money, so he's going to be there for four years. And you bro. know what the Cardinals is? And this is how we can wrap it up. The Cardinals are a team that don't believe. They don't believe in a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They don't believe in and a coach. coach. They don't believe. Yeah, yeah. So they quit. That's perfect. Um, last thing before we get out of here, I do want to mention two things. One, when we talked about the Ravens, I failed to mention something that was going to give them a huge advantage in their playoffs, and that is Justin Tucker being able to kick a 65-yard field. <laughs> their game-winning drives and game-tying drives are a lot easier for other people because you need 30 35 yards and that boy's going it's automatic Mm -hmm. last also i just wanted to mention this you'll see this later the um (laughs) the eagles are punting in their end zone and the punt got blocked the punter picked it up and ran for the first down and got hurt (laughs) so that just shows you if your body's not meant to take football hits you're not going to survive them he got hurt immediately Damn, that's his first NFL hit. Do you, do you imagine Bruh. how he feels on the Bruh. ground, bro? Bro, he got the first down, too. Like, Bruh. he did his He's, job. Fam, he probably said on the ground. Piss, bro. You know, that was such a Bro, he lifted a weight in three years, bro. He is pissed, bro. I'd be on the ground inconsolable. <laughs> I'd be on the ground crying. <laughs> it don't even hurt that bad. Coaches just shouldn't have happened. Fam, it was moving so fast. <laughs> 
he need oxygen. He under the tent right now getting his leg rubbed. Yo, what's wrong? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> what you hurt? Just check. Like, yo, they hit me hard. <laughs> oh, man. But... <clears throat> Y'all have a, a great day. Um, I'm glad you said that. I watch, bro. Once a year, I try to watch Concussion mm-hmm. and try to really get through it. Yeah. I, I really cut it off the other. I really can't. I can't. And, like, <laughs> your crazy. body just not make the taste of this, bro. <laughs> nah, it's not, bro. But uh, thank y'all for listening. We will have a, another show. show will be up later. To, the show will be up on YouTube today. I mean, tomorrow. And the show will be out on streaming platforms tonight. And... Follow us on TikTok. Oh, Instagram is up now. Please follow us on Instagram at underscore nothing ATL. That's all lowercase. And uh, we'll be back next week with some guests. Yep. Y'all be safe. Keep it locked. Be safe in the rain. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you.